0: Hey, you busy fundraiser. Yeah, you. Listen, I know you're busy planning an event and you shouldn't have to worry about what software you're using for events and online giving and peer-to-peer fundraising and auctions and mobile bidding and text to give. It's all at OneCause, onecause.com. Listen, I've been using OneCause for a long time with clients all over. It's designed for busy fundraisers. It's intuitive. It's a powerful fundraising solution for your next event and you should be using it. Go to onecause.com. They're a sponsor of the show. They're amazing. They're awesome. And there's free resources galore at onecause.com. Check them out today. Choosing a partner to help you achieve success in your business or personal finances is a big decision. You need a devoted advisor who's experienced and attentive and invested in helping you accomplish your goals. Hey, you know what that sounds like? Brady Martz. Brady Marts knows that you've got a lot of options to choose from, but we're confident that Brady Marts is the right accounting firm for you. they got more than a half a century of experience making everyday count through tax, accounting, audit, and business advisory services. So contact Brady Marts to learn more about their unique solutions that they can provide to you and your nonprofit.
1: Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby. And of course, we talk with people who are going to help our small and medium-sized nonprofits do good better. And sometimes, nay, most of the time, those that are going to help our small and medium-sized nonprofits are Well, the leaders of small and medium-sized nonprofits, they've been there, they've been in your shoes, they've got the answers for you, they've got the inspiration that you need. I'd like to welcome my uh, guest today, Sherry Maskey. She is the executive director of Dream Weaver Foundation out of Omaha, Nebraska. Sherry, welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast.
1: Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I'm super happy to be here.
0: I'm ecstatic to chat with you today, but as people are finding us on Spotify and YouTube and wherever they're gonna find this delightful podcast, they like the idea of Dreamweaver Foundation, but they might not know what on earth it is. So could you start us off with a 5,000 foot view on who you are, what you do, and why we're talking today?
1: Absolutely. Uh, We aren't just a song, although named after a song. We are a small I'm nonprofit. She did
0: not going to sing that, but I feel Absolutely. like that's an old joke played now out. in everybody's
1: head, Patrick. It's in everybody's head now.
0: <laughs> we know
1: what song they're going to download after they listen to this podcast.
0: We huh? are solely responsible for putting additional dollars in the pockets of those <laughs> artists that wrote that song
1: so dreamweaver foundation is a is a non organization in omaha nebraska we believe in creating meaningful connections uh, for older adults who are not only living in low income um, but are also dealing with a diagnosis that's terminal uh, so we've been uh, we've been on this journey for about 10 years we've served Over, I don't even know, I want to say it's over 12,000 older adults in the last 10 years. And we are on a mission to really eliminate those feelings of isolation and loneliness for our most vulnerable population.
0: Most of the times we hear about uh, this type of uh, organization, it's for kids. Right? It's for like, hey, let's give the kids sort of uh one of yeah, you hate to listen. I'm gonna say last hurrah, but I don't want to say that. Like it's just hey, we want to give them something that's gonna be great. You rarely hear it for older uh adults. Why that? And 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 what makes that so much more special uh to you at, at the foundation?
1: So our why comes from our founders, uh Ron and Jeannie Carson and They are uh, from Nebraska high school sweethearts, and they are incredibly philanthropic. So about 10 years ago, they knew they wanted to give back to Nebraska. They were trying to, you know, find a solution uh, to a social problem uh, that wasn't being addressed. And they knew that Nebraska is truly blessed with a lot of organizations that serve children. Uh, But there isn't any. At that time, there was none out there that were serving the older population Uh, at the same time Jeannie's dad was was battling with a terminal diagnosis and one of his bucket list wishes was to go to Alaska and they were able to fulfill that list for him and she says one of her favorite memories or fondest memories is when he stepped off the plane his smile lit up the entire mountainside and her thoughts were man if we could do that for other older adults that's what we should be doing. And so that's where Dreamweaver Foundation really came from. Um, We are one of the few, not only organizations that serve older adults in Nebraska, but even nationwide. Mm. And I think that when we look at the population now, and especially those baby boomers, you know, coming up uh, to the top of the cake here, um, they have given so much to our country and to our state. Often, most of them served in, a war, a world war, uh, are a lot of the individuals we served. And I just think they've given so much to us as a society. Uh, and I think this is just an opportunity for us to give something super simple back to them. Uh, it just is a way to honor them and to say thank you for all that they've done for us.
0: I love that. Um, being executive director of an organization is uh, not the easiest thing in the entire world. And we like to rely on some of the stories of like success to help us get through like oh that's why we do what we do and you've probably got a you know, you've got thousands of stories that you mm-hmm. get to comb through is there one in particular that you use or that you remind yourself of that uh says oh yeah this is why we do what we do and can you share that with us today?
1: You know I am going to share just a really recent one that happened uh with a with a lady uh her name was Val. And again we have I have thousands of these stories I could share um but Val she's she also brought a lot of just joy and laughter <laughs> through her interview and through her dream and so i am gonna share her story but she came uh, to the United States from England chasing a man uh you know we all came here she goes I came here uh, following love and she goes then love didn't work out so I just chose to stay and make the best of it um but she <laughs> she had uh come to the United States chasing a man. Uh, That marriage didn't work out. I think she went on to marry four other times, uh, but she really lived life to the fullest. I would say to the max in some of her stories. Um, About a year and a half ago, uh, she was diagnosed with lung cancer. And every year she would make a trip back to to England to visit her family, to visit her sister, to visit her best friends. But with the pandemic, when the pandemic hit, obviously travel stopped. And then shortly after that is when, um, her cancer really got aggressive. And so she has not seen her family, her sister, uh, for over, you know, two and a half years or so. Um, and so she came to us and her dream was to bring her sister to her, uh, because she couldn't travel. And so something, you know, I, I have sisters, I can't imagine not being able to spend time with them, but something so simple, to just bring her sister across the pond uh so that they could see each other and unfortunately when we sat down you know her sister they they enjoyed the time here actually she's still here right now um but in talking with her she's she, her sister realizes that this is probably the last time that she'll see her face to face um and i think that that really you know it's like a ton of bricks kind of falling on top of you when you look at your sister and know that this will probably be one of the last moments that you get to spend together. And so I think that that, those simple dreams for us is what really brings our mission to heart is that older adults don't ask for much. Um, almost 90% of our dreams are reconnecting with family and friends in some capacity. And so they aren't, they aren't looking for super extravagant things. They're looking to to seal a memory or to mend a relationship or uh, to give something back as a legacy gift for, for their family. That's still around.
0: I love that. I love that. It brings everything back to simplicity. Uh, you know, and you've got to find a ton of meaning in that and that's uh, absolutely wonderful. And, but those good feel good stories. Uh, that's not uh, that's not all sunshine and rainbows and puppy dogs and ice cream, right? Uh, running a nonprofit is very difficult. What are you finding uh that's currently like your biggest challenge, right? And then how are you designing a plan to overcome that?
1: Yeah. So I think that especially when you look at mid to small size nonprofits um and, and you look at the executive directors that lead them, uh not as a pat on my own back, but I truly believe that we are some of the most created, talented, resourceful individuals um that that are in the United States. We're doing, we are doing a lot with a little. And I think that Mm -hmm. that is in itself, one of the greatest challenges. Um, I, I wear a lot of hats, like other nonprofit executives Mm -hmm. um, that are, you know, with small staff, we still have big dreams. We're still trying to do just as much to prove that we, we, our, our mission is just as important as some of those other really large nonprofits that are sitting at the top of the pyramid. Um, and so for me, I think one of our my biggest, my biggest challenges and hurdles right now is just resources, um, human capacity, uh, individuals with with talent and skill sets that wanna bring that to a nonprofit table um, and do good better <laughs> for for those. For all of us that are living in our communities.
0: If you're playing at home, uh, Sherry gets a bonus point for putting the entire podcast note into her answer. So kudos (laughs) to you. You lead lead the board with that. Um, Listen, as somebody who is uh, the leader of a nonprofit, somebody who who is in in an executive director role, you've probably learned a lot uh, from either doing things incorrectly or just like nailing it. Is there a tip or a trick that you can give another nonprofit leader listening today that they might be able to take back to their organization and go, you know, this might actually work with us because it worked with Dreammaker Foundation.
1: Um. Yeah, it, honestly, I come from a for-profit uh, industry. I, was, I, I did business development a long time for skilled nursing facilities, so always with seniors. Uh, but the one thing that I think makes, my organization a little bit different, is I believe in spending a little money to make a lot more money. Hmm. And I think sometimes with nonprofits, the idea is that we're, you know we are pinching pennies everywhere we go. We are incredibly fiduciarily responsible. um, and sometimes that can even be to our detriment. One of the things that I have found out is or that I have found is that if you invest in things like, your messaging and your marketing and your events and some of those things uh, and make them a cause that people want to attend. They want to be out at the piece of material that someone wants to read, that they want to look out, that they want to set out on their coffee table because it's so beautiful. Um, I have found that that has, that has paid for our mission tenfold. Uh, So I think that the more people want to be near your mission, want to read about your mission, the more likely they are to give to your mission. Um, And in a world where we're all battling uh, for people's extra dollars, and right now in a world where there isn't a lot of extra dollars lying around, I think you have to take uh, some real, you know, some real outside of the box steps to make yourself stand out.
0: I love that. Uh, the the creativity of, of sort of uh, expanding. Let's just get by with. No, no, no. Nobody wants to join a let's get by with group. Nobody wants to prop up uh, a group that doesn't believe enough in themselves that they're not going to double down on whatever they're going to do. I love that as a tip and a trick. There's probably a bunch of people out there going, you know what? I want to learn more. I want to. I want to give more. I want to maybe volunteer. I want to maybe use that talent that they uh, that may be missing that I can give to Sherry and her leadership team. But they might not know where on earth to find you, Sherry. How do people find you? How do people give you money? They've got a giant sack of cash underneath their mattress, and they're just looking to give it away. <laughs> they find you freaking yeah. and, <laughs> and delightful, but they don't know where to go. Where do we find you? And no. the foundation.
1: Dreamweaver is on, the easiest place to go is, of course, our website, uh, dreamweaver.org. That's O-R-G, uh, dreamweaver.org. That's the, that's the best place to go to find anything about us. But we're also incredibly socially active. Um, we are on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and uh, all the others, YouTube and LinkedIn. And so we're, we're on all of those as well. So go out, search us, like us, follow us, share us. Uh, that's a great way to get involved, spread our mission, to give back to this older generation that has given to you for so many years. Um, we we appreciate any steps that you take after this podcast.
0: Well, the best part is you don't have to look for them because in the show notes, we're going to link everything to the Dreamweaver uh, Foundation because you can just click there and go. And then you can sing the song. Maybe we'll even put the song in there as well. If you don't have it in your brain already, you will. And then, of course, by the way, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, you're not getting interviews like this delivered directly to you. You're insane. Do that. And then immediately go back to the show notes and find that giant sack of cash you've got hidden. Give it to the Dreamweaver Foundation. Sherry, thank you so much for, A, what you do. B, um, thanks so much for uh, addressing an issue that not a lot of people and not a lot of organizations do, which is our older Americans, or older generations that, that really deserve the same awesome Nest that we get to enjoy, uh, which is wonderful. Uh, but mostly thanks so much for being a guest here on the official do good, better podcast.
1: Thank you so much. It was great.
0: Listen, as someone who listens to the show, you know that I love helping small and medium sized nonprofits. That's why we bring on the awesome experts and guests that get to talk to you about how to make your organization more awesome. So I've got a deal for you. I would like to help you. I would like to work with you. So if you're go-to dogooduniversity.com, that's dogooduniversity.com, and you register for one of the courses, I'm going to send you my best-selling book, Fundraise Awesomer, a practical guide to staying sane while doing good for free because I really want you to do amazing work. Listen. DoGoodUniversity.com. Go pick out something, whether it's a board training or a gratitude training or whatever webinar you want to choose. Um, use the promo code PODCAST. Take 25% off of anything that you purchase. And I'm going to throw in a book as well because I want you to do awesome. I want you to do awesomer. And I want you to do good better. Go to DoGoodUniversity.com today.